Welcome to Dare a New Belief, a place to discover what is possible for your life after the loss of a loved one, and where you will find inspiration, insight, support, and love, and hopefully a bit of laughter to help you through the day. Now here's your host, Nada Hogan. Welcome to Dare a New Belief, where you will find light and life, love and joy, healing, faith, and hope, a place where you get to believe in what is possible for your life. On today's episode, I have the great honor to have a returning guest, Felicia Lenobile, who still hails from the great country of Canada, and Felicia is a life mastery consultant and a results expert. Welcome, Felicia. Thank you so much for being here with us again. Hello, Neda. Thank you very much for having me again. I am honored to be here and um, be able to share with you some of the most amazing things that once we know the tools and the principles and we learn how to apply them, how our life can truly change. So it's really an honor for me to be here today. Thank you for having me. Ah, absolutely, Felicia. And truly, it's my honor having you. So so we are honorable together. I love it. <laughs> oh, so Felicia, I, I introduce you as because you are a life mastery consultant and a results expert. And in those two titles that you have, that you have worked hard to own, one of the things that you work with, because you also do transformational life coaching, and one of the things that you work with with your clients as a life mastery consultant and a results expert is working with energy. Not everybody understands when we're talking about energy, what that means. So if we were to talk about positive energy versus negative energy, could you tell us a little bit, like, what is your take on what positive energy is and what negative energy is? And that might be really broad. So if you want me to clarify that, just let me know. Okay. Thank you for that, Nita. Uh, well, energy is, first and foremost, is what we are. Yes, we are this physical body, but we are far more than that. We're a spiritual being and uh, spirit is energy. And when I talk with my clients and I share with them, positive energy versus negative energy. What I mean to say is I like to align the heart to the mind. Mm -hmm. So say we have a thought, I have a thought and I say, today I'd like to go for a nice walk by uh, the river or go on a boat ride. When I'm having these thoughts, I'm aligning it to my heart and the response I'm getting from my heart is a positive energy. So a positive energy is how you're feeling in the moment. Does it feel good? Is it joyous? Is it happy? Is it lighthearted? Is it bubbling? So that is a positive energy. And a negative energy is actually the opposite. You have a thought of something that you're not really happy about, or maybe something that you really don't want to create and bring into your personal experience. And the way you know that is because in that moment, it doesn't feel good. Although your heart is aligned to your mind, it just feels contracted. It feels constricted. It feels heavy. It feels tight. And so when we learn how to work with these energies, now things start to change in our outer world. Mm, awesome. Yeah. 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 I love that. So 
would you say in general, and, and not even the clients that you're working with, but just in general people, when you're having a conversation with somebody, a family member, a friend, a stranger, um, somebody on the bus, do you think that most people are living their life coming from a place of positive energy, positive thoughts, or negative energy, negative thoughts? It's sad to say, but the majority of the population are living life uh, according to their current reality. Whatever is going on, their circumstances, their situation, and sometimes they don't realize the thoughts they have. They're sort of, if I may even say that, uh, sleepwalking through life. Yeah. It's a habitual. It's like you get out of bed and you know the first thing you do normally you go maybe to the bathroom and the next thing is maybe you make a coffee. Maybe you pick up a paper, you read the paper, or these days you can do it online. It's habitual patterns. And we do this without even realize that we're not deciding on what we're doing. It's like the body's doing it all for us. It's like a memory that's been stored in us forever. And it just seems normal. Even getting in the car and driving somewhere, sometimes, how many times that it happened, you're driving and you get to your destination, you go, how did I get here? Sorry, <laughs> yes. How did I get here again? It's <laughs> automatic. It's all habitual memory, a pattern that we have in us. And so the day we choose and we say, okay, let me do something different today. Well, that's not going to be easy either because you've been accustomed to do things a certain way. And now I'm asking you to do something different. It's not going to be easy. It's not going to be comfortable, but it's in doing something outside your comfort zone or outside your habitual pattern. And you start to see a shift happen because you're sort of taking back your power. That's something else that's connected to positive energy. A person that feels positive and feels good about themselves, they're in that moment taking back their power, where most of our time without realizing it unknowingly, unconsciously, we give away our power because we feel that's the right thing to do because they're going to like me if I do that because I'm agreeing with them or whatever story the mind is coming up with. So the best way that I help my clients when I'm coaching them First, I ask them about their life just to get to know them a little bit. And then I bring them in slowly, slowly by helping them open up their heart. Do you think it's an easy thing to open a heart that's been closed for many, many years? <laughs> no, no. And it's scary too. I, I would imagine it's very scary, right? Because we close our heart because we've been hurt. Mm -hmm. Some incident has happened. And so there's that fear part that's behind it also. So, mm -hmm. Yeah. It feels like the best way I describe it to my clients, I say, feels like this huge stone pressing against your heart. Mm. That's yeah. what it feels like. And to remove that stone, that's, that's a lot of work. Yeah. A stone is heavy. It's thick. But you do it layer by layer, little bit by little bit. Start with small things and just say, I can be happy today. What's one thing that I could do that I would feel good? The littlest things. Is it going out and buying an ice cream? I don't know. That's what's coming up right now. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. And you're feeling good in that moment because now you're having an ice cream. Anything you can do that's outside the norm, you are helping yourself. I would call that victory step by step because you're taking back your power. Because who we are at our true nature is happy beings. Right. It's beings that don't need to close off their heart because they feel that they're protecting themselves. There's nothing to protect. It's taking back your power 
and owning it and grounding yourself, you don't need any protection. So I'd like to give an example about someone who's having um, positive thought, which equals to positive energy. So okay. an example of that would be, I'm thinking of you, Nada. I'm not on the phone with you. I'm just, the thought comes up and I'm thinking of Nada and I'm thinking, wow, I really like that person. She's really a lovely lady. I mean, she's amazing. She's good at what she does. And I'm so glad to, for her to be in my life or, or whatever. I'm thinking positive, really good thoughts, loving thoughts. Because we're made, we're really energy. We're not this physical body. You're going to pick up that energy at the same time that I'm having a thought. You're going to have thoughts of me that are going to be feeling good. I know it probably sounds woo-woo, but <laughs> energy is powerful. And you will pick up on what I'm saying about you and how good I'm feeling that you're going to in turn start thinking, yeah, I like Felicia. She's a nice lady. But do you see the energy are connecting? Because you and I are one energy. So positive yeah. energy attracts positive energy, which means attracts a positive response from the person you're thinking about, even if the person is not in front of you. Right, right. And this could be global. I could be thinking about someone who's in Australia. It doesn't matter where you are. It's the energy of that thought. What sort of thought are you having? Is it empowering or is it disempowering? By the same token, I could be having a thought about someone that I'm not fond of. And I'll start imagining all sorts of words in my head. He did this, she did that, whatever negativity. And the more negative I think, the worse I feel around the heart area. Well, it right. doesn't stop there because we're energy. I'm not just harming me. The person that I'm thinking about is also getting that energy from me. And guess what, Nada? The person is going to pick up something negative because in this moment, I'm not having anything good to say about that person. So the person picks up a negative energy. It's not words. It's just a negative feeling. And that person is going to turn around and start having negative thoughts and negative emotions about me because of what the person is receiving from my end. And worse than that, that person, depending how low they're feeling, they might pick up the phone and call a third party and talk to that person about me. Right, right. It doesn't stop. <laughs> right, absolutely. Right? <laughs> yeah. And the thing that's interesting too, so say that you're not even having this thought about this other person. Let's call this other person Alice. Let's just say that you don't, you don't have an Alice in your life, do you? No, no, we're good. We're clear. Let's okay, talk about Alice. <laughs> I was going to say, that would be too weird. But let's say that you're having this thought about Alice and it's just, it's not this loving thought. It's a constrictive, um, angry, uh, resentful thought about her. And let's say that you have this and you're in the grocery store. And science has proven this, that when we are carrying that heavy, dense, constrictive energy with us, mm -hmm. when other people are walking through our energy field, they pick up on that. Correct. So they could be having this really wonderful day, or it could be you're having that thought, and I don't know you, and I pass you in the grocery store, and I'm having a wonderful day, and I go past your energy, and all of a sudden it's like, oh my gosh, that's right. I remembered you know what Jim did last night and he was supposed to do blah, blah, blah. And he didn't do that. And all of a sudden my energy has changed. It's like, I don't even know where it came from, but now I know that I'm angry at somebody because they were supposed to do something. They didn't do it. So that energy has an effect on absolute complete strangers. The person that it's 
that we're thinking about for sure is receiving it. And absolute strangers that we're passing, they pick up on it because they're going through our energy field also. I'm even going to go a step higher, Nita, if I may. Yeah. Depending the energy you're in, if you have elevated emotions around your heart area, really high, strong emotions, positive, uplifting, like happy to the moon and back, like really outrageously happy. Your energy could never cross paths with someone who's experiencing low energy in that moment because the two energies don't match. Right. So if we're feeling good and we come across someone who has a low energy, it's because we're feeling good, but we're like tipping. We're like at the tip between low and high. We're not completely grounded in the sense we're not completely empowered with who we are. And there's very few people, I'm going to say this, it takes a lot of effort. You have to want to do this. This is, this is a life work that's with us forever and ever. We have to make the effort to check in from time to time during the day and say, mm, how am I feeling today? Right. right. We have to check in. That's one. The other thing is, what thoughts am I having when I'm thinking about something? Is it an old thought of mine? Is it an old pattern from the past. I actually like to call, if I may, the conscious mind versus the subconscious mind. Yeah. yeah. And the subconscious mind, lately I heard something and it just so resonates. The subconscious mind is a machine. God, I love this word because it makes it clear for everyone. It's a machine. It's like um, a DVD player. So you put on a CD and it's playing that CD. Now, can you turn around halfway through and say, I don't like what I'm hearing. Change already. Even if you yell, you stamp your feet, you scream, you punch, that CD is not going to change unless we take out the CD and we put on a new one. And it's the same thing with our programming. Slowly, slowly, as we intercept those thoughts and we want to just have thoughts that make us feel good because life is still going to happen. Life is there. Our challenges are going to be there. Our struggles are going to be there. The circumstance is still going to be there. But at the end of the day, What is the most important thing for us? Isn't it to get back to who we are, our our nature, and look for ways of feeling good? Because once we're vibrating, I know that's a very hard word, once the emotions are really high, outrageously high, let's say that, you in that moment are not only creating the very best life for yourself, but you're also creating the very best life one being at a time, if that makes any sense. Because energy is powerful. Absolutely. Absolutely. And knowing that you are able to change your energetic state anytime that you want to change your state. So if you are having a low moment because you're, you're thinking about Alice and mm. whatever it was that Alice did, even though that event or that circumstance with Alice happened, we still have that ability to be able to change our state change our thinking. It won't change the event that happened, but our response to that event, our response to that person Mm -hmm. can change in a heartbeat. And we are the only ones, the only creatures on this planet, at least that we know of so far, that have the ability to do that. And when I understood that, I mean, that was, that was as powerful as what you had just said. And of course, now it just slipped my mind Oh, about the subconscious mind being a machine. 
Yeah. But I mean, it's a game changer when you know that like you, you can yell at your CD or your DVD as much <laughs> as you want to yell at it. Yeah. ain't going to change. It's going to stay. You have to override that with a brand new, I guess I don't know how you would override a DVD, but if it was a cassette, you just yeah. record over the top of it. Right. And yeah. that would erase the, the old stuff. And so we have to be aware of that, but knowing that we have inside of us. We don't have to go anywhere to get it. Sometimes you can't find it on your own. And so it helps to have a coach. Yes. To, not sometimes, but if you can't find it on your own, a, a coach is a great person to help you discover how it is I change my state. Because you can change your energetic state literally in the blink of an eye. And you can look at the whole situation differently and then allow yourself to rise to that higher vibration mm -hmm. and be in that frequency of gratitude or care or abundance. And I don't mean abundance just in the financial sense, mm -hmm. but abundance of, of love, of joy, of bliss, of being alive, that gratitude of just being alive. Yes. Right. And we have that ability to do that with this energy shifting and changing our own personal energy. Yeah, and I like the part that you talked about uh, gratitude, being grateful for something that you don't have already in your personal experience, but you know it, it's on its way because it's one of your vision and you're grateful for that. That already means it's on its way. Right. We can't be grateful for something after we receive it, after we have it. Oh, I got my glasses. Awesome. Okay, now I'm grateful for my glasses. You can be grateful for the things that you have in your life because now you're showing the universe that you're grateful for the things you have. But the things that you want to bring into your life, you have to learn to be grateful before they even enter your personal experience. And that's what most people have a difficulty with. Right. And, uh, and the way to do, it, to do that is back on, again in the frequency and the energy. As you're envisioning, you connect the mind to the heart. That The heart is the creator of everything. So if the heart, which signifies your body, follows your burning desire, then it's on its way. That's the only way. That's, energy creates so much faster than the other way around by either taking steps or learning and studying, which I'm not knocking it. It's all good. But if you want to create at a faster at the speed of light, energy can do that for you. And that's, as you said, Nadia, you have to always be aware of your thoughts. And that right. state, that mental state that you're in, checking in, how am I feeling? I don't expect someone, even myself, to be outrageously happy all day long. We're human beings after all. But if you can check in from time to time, because you know, every time your heart is happy, you can pat yourself on the back and say, ooh, ooh I'm creating something delicious. Yeah. Because you're happy in that moment. Yes. That's the only thing that creates is the happiness and the joy that you're feeling because now you're one with spirit and spirit loves fun. It loves freedom. It loves just for us to have a beautiful life. But no, we have to look at the reality because it's a memorized, it's, it's a habit. We've been living in this all our life and we feel that's what life is. I look outside. This is what I own. This is who I am. But that's the furthest thing from the truth. This, this is what you own from your old beliefs. Right. What your old beliefs allowed you to believe, but you're more than that. Start having different beliefs. Start tweaking those thoughts. And the easiest way for me when I teach my clients is I put the emotions in there. Because if you could feel joyous in the moment that you're sharing your vision with me, now we're creating together. You and I are creating in that moment. And it's the same thing when someone, let's say in the health area, someone visits a doctor for their regular yearly checkup. And this is a story that I heard not long ago. I'm not sure if I heard it from 
Bruce Lipton or if it was Wayne Dyer, Dr. Wayne Dyer, the late Dr. Wayne Dyer. I'm not sure. But the story goes like this. And when I heard the story, I said, this is amazing. So this man, he goes for a physical checkup. And uh, his diagnosis was that they found this big black stain on his lung. And the doctor was concerned for the man. The doctor told the man, I'm really sorry, but it's so big that unfortunately, I don't have good news for you. You don't have much longer to live. And so the man went home and all he could think about was the diagnosis he had received from the doctor and that he didn't have much time to live. And the, the truth of the story was that within, I don't know if it was 10 days or two weeks or three weeks, the man did die. He did pass on. But because of this, the condition that he was in, they did an autopsy. They, did, they wanted to see for the medical studies, why did this man die? What was the cause? And you know what they found, Neda? They mm -hmm. found that this man has had this stain all of his adult life, 25 years plus. Oh. What was the difference? He was not aware that he had this black stain. But yeah. when he found out, his focus, his thoughts was, this is it. The doctor said, I'm going to die. He didn't see a solution. Right. Do you see, yeah. see how important it is, the thoughts we have? So I know it's difficult for anyone to come back from a diagnosis like that and say, okay, I'm going to start thinking that now I'm going to live a, a healthy life. But it's all energy. How do you think his energy was when he got the diagnosis? What sort of state do you think he was every single day? Did he have a future? Did he see a future? None of that. He, he just literally sat there probably and waited. Right. And that's only because he found out. And so how many things in life, when we're unaware of, are we happier, much, much more happier about? And why is it that when we hear something, we can't seem to detach ourselves from that and see what we want to see because we can see what, whatever we want to see. I can choose to see my reality as it is, or I can choose to see my reality in my mind, in my vision. The choice is mine always. It's always ours, right? Absolutely. And it's almost like it's not putting a spin on it, but it's being able to use perspective and to see it in a way that's empowering or to see it in a way that's disempowering. And if we know that and utilize whatever this, this thing is, I can look at it however I want to look at it that's most mm -hmm. empowering for me, even if it is a diagnosis. And I would imagine that stain that they saw on the lung more than likely was, they were saying, a cancer. Mm. And there's also a story that Bernie Siegel shares, very similar, but was an older man. I want to say that he was a farmer. He was a, a gardener. Anyways, did some kind of landscaping, outdoor work. And he had come in for a regular physical. And I think at this time, I want to say he was in his later 60s. And they found a cancer somewhere. They found some kind of a tumor. I don't remember the body part, so I'm not going to name it. But there was a tumor somewhere inside of his body. Okay. And so Bernie had told him, you need to come in. We need to schedule surgery. We need to have this removed. And he's like, yep, I'll get around to that. You know, I, I got to go make the world beautiful because he's a landscaper. He's a gardener. He has to go out there and, and do the work. So a whole year goes by. He doesn't do anything. He just forgets all about scheduling an appointment, comes back in and has a physical. And Bernie's like, we have to take care of this. We've got to get you scheduled. Let's get this thing removed, this tumor removed from you. He's like, oh, I don't have time right now. I got to go out there and make the world beautiful. Well, this had gone on for a while and he just quit coming in for his checkups. This gentleman did. And some time had gone by and 
Bernie got really angry thinking he passed away and the family never even bothered to call and tell me that he had passed away because this tumor was a life-threatening tumor. And he was so angry about that. He picked up the phone and he called the family to, you know, just find out like how long ago did he die and how come nobody told me about this? And the man happened to answer the phone and he said like, what are you doing? And he said, uh, well, I'm gardening, I'm doing my landscaping, I'm doing what I do. And Bernie's like, oh my God, like, I thought you were dead. I, there's no way you can live with this tumor. Like, how is this happening? <laughs> and he said, I told you, I have work to do. So you go. I, I'm making the world beautiful. That was his thing. So his focus was so completely, mm -hmm. and that's just it, our perspective. The same exact Exactly. thing can happen. And it's how are we going to look at it? And for this man, he just didn't give the tumor any attention. He gave his love of gardening and landscaping that got his attention. And that isn't that beautiful. Yes. <laughs> yes. I love that. And I've heard Bernie share this a few different times. It's just like, oh my God, it's such a powerful story. And that's the energy that we get to work with. We, yes. It's not saying it's easy. For some people, it may be very easy. It sounded like for this gardener landscaper that it was an easy choice for him to make. He just was busy living his life. Yes. And for other people, it's not going to be so easy. And it's not to say that coming to that, that emotional state of being able to say, you know, well, I got work to do out here and I'm just not going to give any attention to this physical thing that's happening to my body. That's not an easy thing to do, I would say, for the majority of people, but it's doable. And, and the biggest thing to help you with that is support, having support behind you to help keep you on track in the direction of what it is that you want. What is it that you're dreaming for your life yes. and for this diagnosis? What do you want to come out of this and stay in that positive energy and not allowing yourself to fall into the negative energy, a, mm -hmm. a different perspective, right? Yes. And, the, uh, and an easy way of doing that is just focusing on something that you love. Right. And let go of what's happening. Just let go and let God focus on what you love to do. And it's like, it just takes care of itself because we're removing our attention from what doesn't serve us. And we're placing it on something that we love. Like this man, he loved gardening. Could you imagine how happy he was when he was taking care of his garden. He had work to do. I got work to do. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta work my garden. Yes. You think he gave any thought to his physical illness? No way, because he's focusing, he's, he's choosing to put his attention on something else, on something that's gonna benefit him and serve him. Absolutely. And if we could do that with anything, it doesn't have to be a serious illness. It could just be anything. If we can choose, okay, this is my reality today. I'm looking. Mm -hmm. I don't like my reality. It is here. Fine. Moving forward, I'm going to choose to focus on what I would love to live instead. And the quickest way to make something like that happen is to stay connected to your heart, which is the energy, which in my mind, and I'm sure in your mind, uh, Nada, is the one thing that creates world, the yeah. heart the emotions, the energy. That's why this heart is there. Yeah. It's to make us feel when we're feeling good. And I'm going to say this word again, outrageously happy. That is the purpose of our heart. Because if that's the purpose of our heart, then that's what creates worlds. In other words, that's what creates our dreams, our vision, our desires. If I have a burning desire and my heart is closed, what have I done? It's just empty words in my head. Right. 
even if I focus on that desire, if my heart is not following, I'm not creating. And so this is what I do with my clients. And I just love what I do because I teach them how to align their heart to their burning desire. There has to be that connection. I need them to feel excited about working the a blueprint of their vision or whatever vision they're working on. I want them to focus on that and to be excited about it. But that excitement, where does it come from? It's got to come from your heart. It's yeah. all energy. And I think once somebody uh, learns about these tools and the principles, because the principles are, are out there, whether we believe it or not, they're there. These universal laws, they exist. And even in giving and receiving, I know I'm changing, but when you give, you feel good. Right. When you receive, you should feel just as good. Right. And you know, you know what Nira discovered lately? I don't know if discover is a good word, but you know when we say you give and you receive? So I was thought, okay, I'm receiving. Receiving means I receive love. I receive affection. I receive hugs. Uh, I receive gifts. Uh, whatever. I'm receiving. But let's make that receiving phase even bigger. What I mean by that is, how about receiving our dream? Are we allowing ourselves to receive our dream? Are we allowing ourselves to receive our vision, our burning desire? That falls in the category of receiving. So we need to check in and tell ourselves, am I allowing to receive my dream? Right, right. I just fell on this and I'm going, why are we limiting ourselves to receiving, which is all good, the love, the hugs, the kisses, the gifts. That's all beautiful. The cars, the house, the friends, the partner. But expand it. What would I have to do to receive my dream, to allow it to come to me? Absolutely. It goes back to the heart. It always yeah. goes back to that, the energy, the feeling happy. Just show the universe that you're happy with wherever you are and whatever you have and with the expertise of a coach and the right tools you can have it all. We can have it all, Nita. And you, I'm sure you could agree, we can have anything we want. Absolutely. Absolutely. And the work that the Heart Brain Institute has done, where they work around the feelings of gratitude, compassion, caring, and oh, there's one more and I missed it. They, they all fall under the umbrella of love, but they just don't okay. use the word love because some people have a different connotation of what, of what love is, yes. but gratitude, care, compassion, abundance. Mm. When we are in that state and you're harmonizing the brain and the heart, I mean, this, this is an actual system that they teach first responders so they can stay out of that heightened state of stress because as a first responder, you're always on, right? I mean, that fight or flight is always going because you're the one going into the fire. You're the one going to the car accident. You're the one that's rescuing that person who's drowning. So you're, you are always in this super heightened emotion mm -hmm. of fight or flight. The same thing with the military. They're now offering um, the same teachings on how to engage with heart-brain harmony or heart-brain coherence mm -hmm. so that at least the American armed forces are able to completely reduce their stress. And when you talk about the heart, Felicia, I think it's really important for the listeners to know that we're not talking about this heart that just pumps blood, which is what science thought that's what the heart did for 
forever for hundreds of years everybody just thought the heart just pumps blood mm. but in the 1990s they discovered that the heart literally has thinking neurons mm -hmm. 40,000 thinking neurons mm -hmm. and there is a pathway that goes from the heart to the brain and it's a dual pathway there's a pathway from the heart to the brain and from the brain to the heart but the pathway from the brain to the heart is much smaller than the heart to the brain so it's like when the heart is talking to the brain it's saying like that's my greatest desire that's my mm -hmm. burning desire that's mm -hmm. the thing that i want and then it comes up into the brain because we have to be able to take action yes and this is where we have to be careful because the brain then many times will say right this is where the subconscious wants to come in like right how is that going to happen for you that's <laughs> never going to happen right so yeah so if we can at least with a baby step of realizing if i have this longing if i have this desire mm. for this thing and it's a burning desire that's coming from my heart my literal actual yeah. heart that's talking to my brain now i have to do something different to be able to work through paradigms and limiting beliefs and the the subconscious mind to be able to take the action steps and that's where coaches i think are so powerful because they can see your limiting beliefs and yes. and help you over those hurdles and then really be able to see what those limiting beliefs are what they shine the light on them for what they really are and, and not let them be well i can't do it because because then you just solidify to the subconscious mind what that limiting belief that we're trying to get away from. And so you stay in that negative state, that negative energy, say, well, see, it's not going to work for me. I tried, but it didn't work for me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And who's saying that? That's your subconscious mind. It's not yeah. your conscious mind. Your conscious mind is ready to go. Let's do this. Right. It's a subconscious mind that sabotages us. Yeah. But uh, one tool that I like to use is uh, journaling. You know, yeah. journaling yes. may seem like it's nothing, but you take the time to sit down and journal all the things you're grateful for, all the things you appreciate. Mm -hmm. Do you know there's a shift that happens in your heart? And if you did this 30 days, every single day, you took some time to sit down and journal about all the things you were grateful, even anything at work, at home, the kids, the parents, the partner, a passerby if you're walking, the view from your window. There's so many things to be grateful for. And if we take the time to do that, Nita, and you do this every single day, there will be a shift because you're telling your heart to trust you and it's okay to open up just a little bit, just an incy bit. It's okay. I'm giving you permission to open. Look, I'm writing. I know what I'm grateful for. Yeah, that absolutely. is huge. Yes. If we can start doing that, that is already a big step. It's not the answer, but it's already a big step in the right direction, I would think. It's a huge step, Felicia. And I think it, as we start to bring this in for a landing, uh -huh. that power of gratitude, because you are so 100% spot on, it's not being grateful just for the thing that we have or the, or the things that come into our life. It's beautiful to be grateful for the things that we have in our life, our house, our view, nature, mm -hmm. summer, right? It's beautiful to be <laughs> able to be grateful for all of that, but to also be grateful for the vision that you have, what you want your life to grow into, where you want to be living, the partner you want to be with, the mm -hmm. income, the vocation, the business mm -hmm. you have, or the employment that you have, to be grateful for that in advance of it actually happening. And that place of gratitude, 
right? It's harmonious with abundance. And yes. if, if we can remember that it's hard to be grateful when I'm feeling really down and out today because I just had this big fight with Alice. And mm-hmm. so it's a struggle to pull myself back up. Then we shift our thoughts. Let's maybe let's not think about Alice. Let's and to yeah. all the Alice's out there, God bless you. I'm not picking on Alice's, <laughs> but it's just the name that popped up. <laughs> and I don't have an Alice in my life, so I don't know where that name comes from, but but you can shift that focus onto something else. So I feel, you know, I'm feeling bad about this argument with Alice. And I'm feeling really, really grateful that I have another friend that I can talk to to work this problem out, not to bad mouth, not to call Alice names, yeah. not that, but help me to see this differently. Help me to see what's my ownership in this. Mm-hmm. I'm so grateful to be able to stand up on my two legs and to go for a walk and to process this feeling that I'm having about this argument that Alice and I got into. Whatever it happens to be, you can have that event that's negative but you still can find something to be grateful for. And when you can shift that mental thinking into gratitude Mm -hmm. and then write it down, write down that thing you're grateful for, oh my gosh, that is the simplest, easiest thing to do. And I think that's why people don't do it because they don't think it has a big enough impact because it's too little. It's huge. Mm -hmm. It's a game changer. Mm -hmm. It will change everything. It gratitude is enormous in changing your life and changing the abundance and changing the good, the positive energy that you are bringing into your life. Everything. And I'm just going to add just one little thing. Thinking and inking is even more powerful than typing away on your laptop. If you're going to write, if you're going to journal, oh, take a pen the old fashioned way. I don't know. Something happens and it's it's a huge shift that happens because you're thinking and inking or penciling if you want to use a pencil. But Mm -hmm. I find it has a much bigger, greater shift than just typing away. I know that the new generation is so much fun to just type away, but just for the fun of it, try just for the journaling, the old fashioned way. And then let me know what happens because there will be a shift that happens, especially if you do it every day for 30 days. I think 30 days is long enough for someone to see oh, this thing really works. Would you agree, Nada? Absolutely. And you're going to have 30 days anyway. So why not add something in? It doesn't even take much time. Like what, one minute? You could take one minute mm. just to write. It's the matter of just picking up a piece of paper and picking up a pen yes. and just writing down one thing that you're grateful for. And you start finding that, oh my God, well, there's that, but there was also this and there was also this. And then yes. we start looking for more things in our life to be grateful about. And 30 days, you can do a 30 day challenge. And oh, all of yes. a sudden you're just like, Oh my gosh, the things that shifted and changed in my life. It wasn't by coincidence. It's because you changed, you changed your energy from a negative state to a positive state. Absolutely. It just feels so good when you feel that energy in your heart, Mm. that positive emotion. Yeah. Feels good. It feels like it's taking you away somewhere. It's just a nice feeling. And all you're doing is you're journaling what you're grateful for. It seems like it's nothing, but like you said, it's huge. Yes. Huge. This is one for me, number one tool. Take the time to journal. There's a lot of tools out there, but this one, I'm glad you agree with me, Nada. This one is powerful and it's huge. Mm. I got my own journal. I journal every day. (laughs) Yes. Yes. And it's really interesting to journal and to do that 30 day challenge Mm -hmm. and then to come back in 30 days and look at the things that you started being grateful for and notice how that list gets bigger and you start finding yourself more grateful for things that money cannot buy. 
because a lot of times that's what we're thinking with our grad, you know, like, I'll be really grateful when I get that new car. And all mm -hmm. of a sudden you're like, no, I'm just grateful to hear that bird singing. I'm just grateful to be able to take this breath today. I'm right. Mm -hmm. It ends up being things that money cannot buy the most precious gifts in the entire world. Yeah. And I'm just going to end this. Be happy. Go out of your way to be happy by whatever means and just notice what starts to happen. And you're just being happy. You're being your happy self the way we were when we were kids. I don't know, four, five, six years old. Every Life was beautiful. We used to play ball. We used to play skipping rope. We just yeah. did things that were fun. So as an adult, what do we like to do? We like to go camping. We like to walk. We like to cycle. We like to swim. We like to go on a boat ride. Just do that. Take the time to love yourself enough to do these things. Yes. And it's going to shift something in you. It has to because that's who you are at your core. You are pure love. You are pure joy. Absolutely. I just love this. I just love it. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's fabulous. And we could go on forever, but we're going to stay within our time constraints yes. here. Yes, yes, and yes. So, <laughs> so Felicia, for people to get in touch with you, what is the easiest way for them to get in touch with you? And if you are driving, please don't worry. All of Felicia's in information will be on the show notes. But if you are sitting and listening and you have a moment to write this down, the easiest way to get in touch with you is how? Uh, they can uh, reach me either via email, which is uh, my full name, Felicia Lonobile at gmail.com. Or they can uh, schedule a complimentary strategy session with me. And that's a phone call where we get to discuss uh, a little further on where you are in your life right now. And uh, What's the life you would really love to live? And I can show you how I can close that or bridge that gap. And that is, uh, the link for that is www.felicialonobile.setmore.com. All right, perfect. And remember, all of Felicia's information will be on the show notes, so no worries about that. And if you notice, there was a little angel ding as you were speaking, so that's a good sign from the heavens above. I like that. <laughs> So did I. Thank you. <laughs> I know. Somebody got their angel wings. Good luck. This is good for Felicia. I love it. Uh, so always an honor to be able to speak with you, Bella. I love you. I know what a fabulous coach you are. I know, I know what a wonderful human being and, and just a beautiful soul that you are. And thank you for taking the time out of your very busy schedule to be with us and to share your words of wisdom with the listeners. I so appreciate it. And thank you so much, Nada. Likewise, I'm so honored to have been here with you today to have this conversation, deep conversation, a real nice, uplifting conversation. It's just so nice to the ear sometimes when we talk about uplifting situations or subjects or topics. It's just so, so, so beautiful. And I'm honored to have been here again with you today. Thank you for having me. And I love you back, Bella. You're amazing. Uh -huh. Well, thank you so much. Thank you. The Bella love. <laughs> yes, yes, the Bella love. <laughs> and then right. in case they don't know what Bella means, I doubt it, but Bella means beautiful. Yeah, in, in Italian, right? Yes, yes. Yes, because Felicia is Italiano. Uh -huh. Or is it Italiana if you're a woman? Italiana. 
Oh, Italiano. Wow, that's good. So if it wasn't for Spanish, the little bit that I know, I mean, truly, like the three words that I know, I wouldn't have known that there's the female and the or the masculine and, and feminine in the language. So I mm. love it, Italiana. Mm. So thank you. Thank you so much, beautiful Bella. And I thank love you. you. And we will be talking soon. And for all of the listeners out there, have a wonderful rest of your week. And we will be back again next week with a brand new podcast. Take care. Thank you for spending time with us today. Please go to nadahogan.com for show notes and other information that you can use right away. If you like what you've heard here, please subscribe to the podcast. And don't forget to rate and review right there on iTunes, Stitcher, or however you get your podcasts. And don't forget to tell your friends about it. We'll see you next week.